Hello friends, it's Phil, and this is episode 100 of Get Fit Throat. So today, um, I wanted to feed back something that I think is really, really, really important. And um, it's said with a sense of focus. So the way that I have been introducing Get Fit Throat to people and the audience that seems to have gravitated towards it are people that are interested in rowing because it is known as a, let's say it's known as a high performance sport by and large. And I guess the other thing that's quite interesting is when you go into your standard gym or if you jump on a rowing machine, I think it's quite obvious that Learning to use a rowing machine proficiently is something that is not very obvious. So with these two things in mind, I've recently had a couple of people, and I wanted to share this because I think it's really important to put in a footnote into the terms of this podcast, had a few people recently that I would class as elite athletes, one being a cycling athlete and um, one being a running athlete. And both of them, without giving too much away in terms of the detail, both of them evidently through um, what I've learned about them conversationally, because I've never met either of them, or actually, no, sorry, I met one, but not the other one. Both of them are, let's say, sub-elite athletes, but um, are doing sport for pleasure and relaxation, or the goal or the challenge, one of, you know, that group of kind of, why do people do things really well? And I guess in that statement, there's something, isn't it? Why do people do things really well? And particularly with these two people, how did they get to the point where they were doing things really well? The one thing about it is both of them have put hours and hours and hours and hours and years and years of effort into fine honing their their ability their performance and and the results that they get from those sports now because rowing and it's going to get bigger uh, rowing is becoming a thing that everyone's interested in particularly because there is an awful lot of money going into marketing the term rowing from two big companies um one is peloton who are planning to but haven't yet launched a peloton for rowing and the other one is a company called Hydra Row, which is kind of, from a marketing point of view, is the peloton of the rowing world. Now, both of those companies are putting millions, if not together, billions into trying to capture the indoor rowing opportunity that's never been captured for many reasons. So, this thing is lots and lots of people i think are going to be gravitating towards the learn to row environment and that's going to be all sorts of athletes now the one thing that i've come to think about and i've pondered it for a good couple of weeks is what is get fit to row and who is it right for is get fit to row um the shiny new thing not really is it um, is it offering people the opportunity to get fit to row or to get fit to using a rowing machine 
in a matter of hours? No. And I guess the question that I ponder, and it's probably partly to do with the early stage of an idea or the fact that the interest in the market is vast, one or the other. But two people have come to me who are brilliant athletes and I offer an introductory session where I take them through how to use a rowing machine correctly, which is very important, how to use the monitor correctly, how to set up the drag factor correctly, particularly on a concept two, and um, how to move correctly, i.e. what muscles to use and how to use them. Now, what the process leads to is people have, adults have a perception or an understanding of how the rowing stroke works. Obviously, it works like this. Arms, do something else, push with the legs. Now, when you introduce to them, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, that it's actually a sequence of legs, body connection, arms, people have to learn to recode their thinking, change their thinking, be um, adjust their ego, let's say, to the fact that they're going to have to do learning as opposed to performance first, and then performance and more performance comes second. Now, in both occasions, I've spoken to these people and I've met one. And after what, an hour and a half or an hour on the phone, both of these individuals have chosen that get fit to row or getting fit to learn to use a rowing machine correctly is not right for them for various reasons. And I think the biggest reason is this question around I want to get better at what I'm doing and I want to use this sport to help me get better. Now, the interesting thing is running and cycling are dominated by leg sports. So that's kind of, say, 30, 40% of the rowing stroke. But there is also, say, if it's 40%, it's 46% extra to be developed through the legs and the bodies connecting. Now, to introduce the legs and the bodies, which gives rowing the 86% muscle development opportunity, i.e. you can get much fitter on a rowing machine and improve your VO2 max if that's symmetric that you're looking at. And therefore, it will contribute to the performance of any of the sports that that you may be doing. Is, um, I think in both occasions, one of the biggest observations was... I'm going to have to learn something before I'm good at it. And I think that's really, really interesting because um, when people learn to row, they don't get fit to row before they learn to row. They get fit and then they learn to row. And what I'm trying to do, and actually what I can see Hydra Row doing is what they're trying to do is they're going to, they're trying to, and I'm trying to actually teach people to row, to move correctly on a rowing machine. Because in Hydro's case is that you're watching a screen of someone rowing and moving correctly. So you have to kind of synthesize your movements to run in line with them. Otherwise, you'll be out of sync all the time. And similarly, when I teach people to row, I teach people to move correctly, sit correctly, have the correct flexibility, have the correct strength in the right muscle groups in order that they can perform the movements correctly. And... um, I guess to sort of circle around and try and summarize this podcast, and maybe there's a tone of frustration in my voice, but actually it's frustration because 
maybe I'm doing something wrong or maybe I'm expecting too much from too few at this stage. But I think the, the point worth making and the point to summarize in this podcast is get fit to row isn't for everyone. Using a rowing machine isn't for everyone. And you know what? That's okay. Because rowing doesn't have to be the next shiny thing. It doesn't have to be the next fantastic fad and, and, and fashion. Sure, I think it's going to get bigger. Sure, I think a lot of people are going to understand that rowing is a much, much more complex sport than, than others in different ways. I'm sure others will have an opinion on that. But um, I think the framing of get fit to row is I'm patient. I'm always learning. And I'm always looking for new people that are looking for that similar experience, learning and patience, because if you put those two together and it happens very quickly, you put those two together into the rowing stroke and then you can start to add in performance and fitness and strength and posture improvement and low impact training into your training program. And it's good for any time of year so look um i probably rambled on a little bit there but look my point to you guys anyone that's listening out there is if you're thinking about getting into rowing if you're thinking about getting fit through a rowing machine you have to be prepared to listen and you have to be prepared to learn and you have to be prepared to be patient but i promise you and i do offer it a guaranteed promise when you train with me is you will get fitter and you will get fit to row and it doesn't take long it doesn't take long for reference i typically run an eight-week program with most of the people that i work with and by the end of the eighth week if you haven't got to where i want you to get to i correct movement and being fitter and stronger evidently then i won't bill you for it okay it's as simple as that it's a guaranteed rethinking recoding retraining environment for anyone that likes the idea of training 86 percent of their body as opposed to just a handful of muscles anyway look thanks for listening that's episode 100 that's the kind of the stake in the ground we're going to move forward on that point anyway thanks for listening take care Ta-da.